0: You're listening to a Monkey Buns production. Hello and welcome to Alfie Pod's Fantasy Footy FPL Weekly Edition. The show for football fans who love to geek out in the official fantasy Premier League with a balance of stats, partisan opinions and football banter. My name is Alfie. I'm a live comedy entertainer and unashamed, yes, unashamed Portsmouth supporter who, having grown up smashing soccer supremos and championship manager, has now taken it upon myself to steer away from my modest draft success in order to conquer the most popular fantasy football game on the planet. Each week, I'm joined by experienced FPL content writers from around the globe as they heroically lend me their skills and guide me through their philosophies and tactical choices for the fixtures that lay ahead. On this episode, we discuss the impending start to the 21-22 Premier League season. And yes, there are so many questions. Questions like, Man United's opening fixtures look inviting, but with a change to penalty rules, are you Bruno No or Bruno Yes? Andy Robertson has injured his little knee -knee before the curtain raise. So is Liverpool defender Simakas an easy option at £4 And with Harry Kane going full metal jacket, how slim are the slim pickings for the striker options? put the kettle on, it's time for some chatty football pie FBO I wanna be champion Or at least I'm gonna be top ten Now there's this guy who plays the best at chess, if I beat him that's relative success Take it down now Will I beat Magnus? Or is this madness? Will I, will I Will I beat Magnus? I got to know I got to be that magnus. The season is upon us. Have you all got your team sorted? I think I've got mine. Mine looks very defence heavy. There's not a lot of strikers in an offer. And where are you looking, Matt? You look like a man who's set his team up. Have you gone Norwich heavy?
1: Yes. Um I'd have five Norwich players if we could. <laughs> uh, Um, No, I don't think I've even considered Norwich. I don't think I will. Uh, No, uh, look, I I think I set my team up about two weeks ago. Um, Obviously, with the Euros going on, uh, there was no point setting up a team too early, even though the game kind of opened quite early this year. Um, So, yeah, I I didn't... I just kind of wanted to, to block out all the noise on Twitter, just try and go into into this new season, pick the players that I wanted the kind of must haves and then walk around it. So my team hasn't really changed over the last two weeks from the initial draft. Um, it, it's base it's more or less the same. It's just, there's, there's kind of a Bruno draft and there's a non Bruno draft and they, they differ, uh, you know, vastly because of spreading out that money that you're, you're not investing into Bruno. So that's basically what it's down to now at the minute. So I'd say over the next couple of days, I'll, I'll have a full 15, uh, you know, cemented. Interesting.
0: Uh Will, uh Bruno? Uh, I was in the Bruno camp. The Bruno no?
2: Yeah. And then Man and I should beat Everton 4-0, and he was quite advanced. And I'm now mm. undecided. So I'm now back on the fence, having been firmly off the fence. So Yordi... <laughs>
0: Are you Bruno No or are you Bruno Yes?
3: I'm probably Bruno No. Um, <laughs> I've been quite hesitant on him because of his price tag. Um, I think I think twelve point is he's too highly priced. Um, you know, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! How do you remember last season, Matt? When yeah,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah it was the for at least the scorer, first yeah. five months. You
0: were like. He's overpriced. Don't get him, Alfie. Don't get him. I was like, "Come on, man! He's gonna. you Don't get him. He's too overpriced." No, I, I
3: never said don't get him, but I think I think he's too highly priced. And yeah, well, the United have a very good start. Um, my idea is that they will be more defensively minded, uh, in contrast to last year, with the purchase of Foran. I don't know. I just got this slight idea that there will be more games for them. Where they keep a clean sheet but score less. My first draft included uh, both Maguire and Shaw actually, so double defense and Greenwood. And I like, I really like Maguire because last year he scored only two goals. But I think with uh, with Varana there, Varana will take some attention off him during set pieces, like when when Lindelof got in the penalty box with Maguire for a corner or whatever, then. Everyone will pay attention to Maguire. Where is he? And it's hard for him to hard for yeah. him to
0: hide, wasn't it? Essentially,
3: yeah. But now with Varane, I think the opposition will also need to pay attention to Varane. He's a bigger aerial threat than than Lindelof. So I think it's just a hunch that Maguire will yeah score five or six goals from set pieces. Sorry, are you backing United for a strong start then? Uh, mostly on the on defensively. That's why I was on double defense from the start, and I. There's a chance I keep those two. That means uh, no Bruno because yeah, triple United is uh, already done. But at least he'll get his penalty. You know,
0: he'll get his penalty. Yeah, and it'll we'll, be good. we'll
3: tell you why they will get less penalties.
0: Go on then. Go on then. Will why are they going to get fewer penalties, United? Well, because of the change to the to the VAR rule. So the threshold for giving a penalty
2: has changed. They're not going to be. Players who look to initiate contact in the penalty area, I mean, we, thought, you know, we used to say that when you're in the penalty area, don't be careful when you make a challenge. This is for the defensive player. Be careful when you make a challenge because if you touch the player, they'll go down and it'll be a penalty. Well, that's not going to be the case anymore. But I think it'll be an interesting opening few you game weeks. I mean, last year we had uh, the change to the handball rule and it took a little bit of getting used to and they changed mm. it after five or six weeks. They changed it quite happy. quickly, actually, if I remember. Yeah, they did. So, the same thing could happen here. So, I think it'd be interesting to see are, where's the line going to be drawn? Like, what sort of challenges are going to be given as penalties? I think that'll be an interesting, interesting to see where it is. But the rule changes said is that there will be fewer penalties given this season.
1: There's that other rule as well. You know, if it goes out over the sideline, it'll be a throw in, or if the full time whistle goes, the game will actually be stopped. So, you know, there won't be uh, any after. Uh, yeah, you know, any penalties given after the match is over or, you know, the play won't continue when it goes out for a throw and, like, you know, things like that. See, well, Matt, I thought you left all that behind last season, but you
0: still Sorry, got just, it there just burning away. I wanted to get it
1: out of my system. Just wanted to get it out of my system and find a new season.
0: Let's talk about Liverpool. I don't know how you guys are feeling. I Part of me thinks um, not all's rosy at Liverpool, actually. I uh, They've got a good start, two good games to start with. They've got Norwich and Burnley. Um, Robertson got injured. Um, but they've obviously lost, lost Genie Wijnaldum, and I don't know. It doesn't feel harmonious there. Obviously, you expect Mane to have a better season. How do we see Liverpool going? Jordi, is, who's going to replace Robertson? Is it Milner, or is it the other guy that no one can Timikas.
3: pronounce? I think, I think it would be Timikas, <laughs> but it uh, obviously depends on the Robertson injury. It's not a big injury, though, is it? Well, I don't know I was just checking if there was some so I
2: don't know, expect maybe yeah. three weeks tomorrow I'd expect him back after the international break basically
0: what an international break It can't have an international break
2: oh, it's after COVID. game
0: week three I think what are you kidding me You're it's every cool. season oh. it's every season oh they need
2: to fuck yeah, I think that it's off. after game week three yeah
3: but yeah it will probably be Timikas uh, I think I've read some uh, Liverpool forums and they were pretty yeah they rated him pretty highly in pre-season So... He's only four mil. Yeah, and he he played there in preseason and Milner didn't. So I think, yeah, well... Okay, so say Robertson is injured until the international break. Do you think we should get Simikas because of his price?
1: (laughs) No. My my argument would be, let's say you've got Trent and you've got Salah already, okay? So your third spot is going to be Simikas. What are you going to do in the meantime? Let's say if, if Jota is looking for his yeah. choice and he's he's starting to bang goals in. I mean, automatically now you need two transfers because you already have three players with, with Simicus, So you have to take him out to free up a Liverpool spot and then you have to, you know, take somebody else out. So um, especially when you know it's going to be for three or four weeks most. Um, now, having said that, I have Symbachas in my team at the moment, but, <laughs> but, but that's, that that's going to change. He's just a placeholder until I can figure out, uh, you know, uh, a, a bit of a better option for 4 million because there's no leeway in my team at the I, moment.
0: I'd say for 4 million, I've got I've got him, I've got Salah, and I've got Jota in my team. I don't understand why anyone wouldn't have Jota, to be honest. You've it's not got, got a Trent. Yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah
3: don't need Trent. You've not got Trent. I got burnt okay.
0: by Trent last season. Remember, we all got burnt by him. I don't like him anymore. Well, to
3: be honest, well, if I had to drop at one of those three for Timikas, then, yeah, it would have been between Salah or Trent.
2: Because, yeah, I, I don't think you should double yeah, up on the Liverpool defence. So I don't see you. Obviously, yeah, you wouldn't. But if you weren't going to get double Liverpool defence when Robertson was fit, <laughs> why get double Liverpool defence when their defence has become worse?
1: Um, yeah, so basically <laughs> you're saying if
3: you want to get Timikas at 4.0, you should drop Trent. I'm just saying don't get <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: And Also, Fair they've enough. got a, a new Fair central enough.
0: defender, haven't they? I've totally forgotten his name already. Konate. Konate, were going to say yeah. about Dyke. Yeah. Well, no. yeah. Well, he, I mean, he <laughs> yeah. is, is he match fit? I mean, is it going to be... I mean, you look at that Liverpool defence now and... Um, I mean, I don't know how much fit they are, but you've got Van Dyke and you've also got Gomez and Matip. They all seem well. At least they haven't got oranges by their names, anyway. Uh, And obviously Kanate as well. So suddenly they've got options. But who's gonna
3: who's gonna be starting next to Van Dyke, or will Van Dyke be starting? I mean, I think Van Dyke and Matip will be starting. They they started the both the last two frontlies together. Van Dyke got I think 17 minutes yesterday. But yeah, it's all guesswork, of course. So
0: we we see uh, Liverpool doing well this season. I don't fancy it. Yeah, I think fancy.
3: So. You th- oh, oh, well, that's quite yeah, a confident. I look, all right, yeah. Go on, oh, go great. on, Yordi. Yeah, yeah, I think they will do well, but not as well enough as uh, Chelsea and Man City. I think Klopp would be gone by
0: December.
1: Oof! What Bold prediction number one? Hey, in not my if opinion, if they
2: the Champions League, it's <laughs> no way he leaves.
0: No, I, I just I just don't think it's rosy there as we but then again the defense will be better, we'll see but okay so let's talk about the strikers options for fpl because there does seem or feel to be a dearth of strikers i mean it even got me thinking maybe i'll start with callum wilson from the off i mean newcastle kick off against west ham villa and southampton i mean that's generally how newcastle go they go against the grain don't they uh where do you guys stand on the strike option because does this mean that we approach this season differently in terms of where we invest the money?
2: Yeah, I think a few weeks ago, there were a lot of striker options. And you're kind of thinking, well, it's great. I can get this guy and get this guy and get this guy. And if they don't work out, I can stick with the formation because there'll be someone else who'll be doing well. Mm. That seems less likely now. I mean, we're looking at you know someone like Ian Atcho, You were thinking, great period of form last year. Uh, most goals per 90 of any player, and even you know, as a flat track bully, he was getting something like nearly a goal a game against teams that were were, were not part of the big six. And now you question, what well, is he going to start? Harvey Barnes is back. Harvey Barnes, by the way, looks like a great option. Before we, oh come on, we we'll maybe get to that I, later. I, oh, you know what but, I'm
0: going to say. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say. Um,
2: but Ian Atchou, his place isn't secure. So you're like, well, okay, then maybe we can't we can't get him. And obviously they signed another striker, Daka, yeah, who
0: looks like an absolute machine. Yeah, yeah, he he could be the surprise package that guy.
2: Yeah, no, so it's just, and so then you've got, you know, you're thinking Callum Wilson, well, he's, he's got a really great track record of starting the season well, you know, uh, something like 19, over the last three seasons, the 19 matches he's played against teams outside the Big Six, he's only blanked in three of them, which is like an incredible return. So, but then you've got Bruce Sano, he has got a slight hamstring issue.
0: <laughs> he's always got a hamstring like, issues. And issue? he's just
2: like, well, what do you mean? You're like, you're going to play him, but as the audio will tell us, you play with, an in, with a slight injury, it's not, you surely can't play at 100%. Mm. It's surely going to impact your performance. And so even when you just say slight hamstring issue, I'm just like, okay, well, that's a red flag. I'm not touching Wilson. No.
3: Uh, and maybe that's a mistake. Maybe I should touch yeah, well, him. I don't know. Well, to be honest, I did play a friendly game four weeks ago and I scored a hat-trick in one one half, so... Maybe you can play with an injury. So, (laughs) would you get Cana Wilson then with his uh...
2: of that humble brag? Would you get
3: (laughs) with that with his slight hamstring injury? What do you think? Well, I was put off by the hamstring injury because he was in my draft before, but I was quite surprised because uh, I read he had an hamstring injury, and one day later he started their friendly game against Norwich, I think. Yeah yeah. I was like okay I, put, I I put him out of my team because he had an injury and then I saw him starting I was like okay. But he is <laughs> other... he is actually one of a few remaining strikers that is enticing for the start of the season due to fixtures. Yeah.
2: Well, the other point is he plays for Newcastle. <laughs> so yeah. like, and Sam Maximan is he fully, he's there've been injury worries about him as well. So I mean it's
3: I mean although they have just signed Woolock. So, yeah, but they, they 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 definitely improved at the end of last season. Yeah, and they did. I think it was due to uh, they got the certain attacking coaches like That's that, right. or something yeah. like that. Uh, Wilson talked about it himself.
2: Yeah, they they improved their attacking coach, and the yeah. Willett came in as well. So they, you know, mm-hmm. they, so they could carry that form into the new season. I don't know. So, <laughs> no, so Wilson's still on your watch list, then?
3: Yeah, yeah. The strikers on my watch list are Danny Ings, Antonio Wilson, Watkins, and Tony. He's injured as well, apparently. I read somewhere. Yeah, but the uh, head coach already said he was going to play against Arsenal. So,
0: well, he is a bit of a he is a
3: tasty option actually. We'll
0: see about Brentford, won't we? Don't know much about yeah, that. Yeah, what do you think? Let's talk about the new boys actually. New boys, we got a witch and two Fords. That's right. Norwich, Watford, and Brentford. Uh, Norwich, we obviously saw briefly not last season, season before, and there was the Pookie party. That's not going to happen, surely. (laughs) Uh, Watford, I've no idea about Watford, but they do have, their squad does consist of players that can cut it in the Premier League. And Brentford play good football, obviously, we're unlucky to miss out. Pumped out a few players that have gone on to play in the Premier League since, like, um, not Ben Arthur, what's his name? Ben Rama, he he was a good player for them. Obviously, lost him, sold him, and obviously, Oli Watkins, but they seem to have always replaced those players. So, have you guys seen anything or know anything about these new boys
2: um,
1: I, well obviously I haven't watched a lot of the championship I, I didn't watch any games last season but you know two seasons ago Norwich and Watford were up um, they may or may not be a different team to, to the team they were then but I remember obviously you might have seen a tweet I put out the other day um, about Ismaili sir you know I, I think he's a good player he's only yeah. 6 million and um, you know, two seasons ago, he he was a player that was kind of tipped as, you know, a, a kind of developing young player that was going to kind of have a breakout in the Premier League, but it never really materialised. He showed glimpses. Um, And then last season, obviously only look by looking at his stats, he accounted for a lot of uh, Watford's goals, um, was involved with something like 40%, uh, whether creating them or scoring them himself. So, yeah, I mean, if Watford can find themselves getting a bit of a goal scoring run, if they can obviously of the three teams they're probably the the less attacking team they did underperform their XG a little bit in the championship the thing with Sar is he took their last penalty um, at the end of last season um, and that was while, uh, uh, I, can't think of, Joe, uh, I can't think of his surname, is it Joe Portuguese Pedro, or Brazilian? Géo yeah. Pedro, yeah. yeah. Um, he was on the pitch. He was kind of the other guy who people thought was going to be on penalties because obviously now that is getting a little bit older and not a regular starter. Or he may be, given his Premier League experience. So there is a few question marks over Watford, but I, I think Ismaili Sar is, is a player I like. I wouldn't be going near the defence. Maybe Bachman and goal. That. Yeah, maybe Bachman and goal to rotate with Sanchez. Not a bad rotation. Uh, probably the best of all the 4.5 millions if you're if you're looking mm. to just keep your goal, keep your parents to 9 million. So um, yeah, that, that. other than that, I can't really say a whole lot. Obviously, Norwich, Puki, and Cantwell were the main guys two seasons ago. Um, I don't think Pukki's going to start the season for Norwich. I could be wrong on that. I thought I heard something the other day. So yeah, I, I, I'm Brentford. I don't know a whole lot about. All I know is that they're they're big into their kind of statistics and analytics and things mm. like that. So uh, Brentford could be this prize ones of those two. Just
0: from what I've heard from people around in football, is the sense that they such a well-run club that you could see them going up to the Premier League and getting it right. A bit kind of maybe, obviously not the same amount of money, but how Wolves did, um, maybe not to the same degree, Wolves. But the fact that it's such a well-run club, maybe that's the case. Um, let's talk about Vieira at Palace. How do you see this going? I, know, I think Palace have probably made some
2: good signings uh, in the off-season. I just think I'm not. It's another team where you want to be there. So when there's so many changes, uh, and we're seeing a lot of changes at the moment, you kind of want to like even with Spurs and Nuno. I kind of want to see how the team performs in a competitive match. Uh, the chairman, uh, Paris Simon Parrish, has done a really great job over the last few years. So you never know. So you've got to give him some sort of credit that he obviously feels that Vieira is a good fit for the team. I think they've invested well. I think they're another well-run club, which you couldn't have said a decade ago. So I think there's. I don't think we should discount Palace, but I would certainly think we should wait and see what we get.
0: I'm avoiding the, like the plague. Just...
2: It's that tough opening one fix against Chelsea? I mean, you're not <laughs> going to go with any panel's player. It's whether they're a team to target, that becomes the question, because yeah. the other way you play fantasy football is you're not looking to get good teams. You're looking at well, who do the shit teams face? Because they're the players you want to pick captains against. And maybe if you've got a premium player, you know, Fernandez, a Sala, Son, uh, someone from Man City against a really a team who's performing badly, they're the ones you want. So yeah, but it's our Palace going to be that kind of team? I
0: don't I don't know. It's very hard to say. I'm going to say no for the moment. That's what makes Palace interesting because um, the noises coming from Vieira this season is that he's going to go and attack. And yeah, it really. kind of stinks a bit like uh, Ronald De Boer when he was like, oh, we're going to come, we're going to play this new brand of football. And it's always yeah, quite yeah. dangerous, isn't it? When a team's been set up for years to be sort of solid first with players on the counter attack. I don't know. Right, who's your secret star man for the season? Go, secret star man. Who's the secret star man? Manorama. Ben Rama, hello, Jordi. I'm Ben
3: Rama. Payet 2.0. There wow. we go. You think? He, I don't think he's that good. we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a I'm, long, I'm, long, I'm, long I'm, wait for a reply. I, I hope he can. Uh, he do some bits, but. And what's his price at the moment?
0: Then 6.0. Okay, okay. He's a tidy player. He's a tidy player. Okay. I think he's cheap. Who's your secret star man this season, Matt?
1: Um, I haven't really given that much thought I think there's a lot of players who are priced nicely that they could be really really good value um, you know you could have Salah at 12.5 million and you could have a 30 goal old season and be the star man or you could have someone at you know in the 7.5 to 8.5 million range someone like maybe uh, Havertz who could have a decent season um, you know obviously had a setback with COVID and you could see a kind of a longer term effect at the end of uh, kind of last season Um, had an okay obviously Germany weren't great in in the Euros but you know looked looked sharp enough so yeah I I, I don't know I think there's going to be a lot of value for money players um, even if you look in the attacking or striking options You've got, like, a lot of options from 8 million down to about 6.5 million. And then you have no one, as far as I can see, above yeah. 8 million or below eight, or below six six 6.5. Um, yeah. Okay, like, fair enough. You can talk about Vardy and Aubameyang and Kane, but there's a lot of question marks over them guys at the moment. Uh, you know, Kane, we don't know where he's going to end up. You certainly don't want him for game week one, no matter what club he ends up at. You know, Son, again... 10 million playing Man City I think there's better options to start with I'm just kind of happy to let the first three or four weeks go go by have a look and see who's turned out to be good value and like that you know with FPL you don't own a player for the whole season you know you, know, you don't buy a player with the intention of keeping yeah. them for the whole season so if you can just find the good value picks that are on hot form like I said all the, all the, there's a lot of good uh, well priced players at the moment so jumping between them will be easy enough to navigate, I think. Captain C, then. Captain C. Let's do Captain C. I mean, this
2: is a really quick part. It's Salah, game week one.
3: Yeah. yeah. And Salah, yeah. Salah Two. yeah. It
2: is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And five and six and possibly four.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: That section was easy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 Like there's There's so much You could still talk about There's you know Like the city options You know There's you know mm. Goalkeeper parents There's you know Like that it, It's just
3: It's Del Ali. Who I'm Deli-Ali. also a big fan of The yes, Revival no, The Comeback no, I started with him Last season Game week one Never Yeah but that was That
1: was last season He's back yeah. this, He's back He's back this year and that's
0: today's show. Thank you for joining us, of course. The FPL Weekly will be around weekly unless there is an international break, of course. You can follow me on Twitter at AlfPodsFF, where you can find out about different themed shows that i hopefully have an offer in the future. For more content from the boys, you can find Yordi at jockey underscore FPL. Matt can be found at postering the carp. And Will's handle is topmarks_fpl underscore FPL. And of course, if you did enjoy listening to the guys today, please do tell people. Thanks for listening, and good luck with Game Week 1. FPO, I want to be champion. Or at least I'm going to be top ten. Now there's this guy who plays the best at chess. If I beat him, that's relative success. Take it down now! Will I be Magnus? Or is this madness? Will I, will I, will I be Magnus? I got to know I got to be that Magnus.